Ah, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Prime Sports World in the Prime. I'm here with my man, my main man, TJ Hopkins. I'm your host, Israel Rivera. And here we are with the 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers season preview. But uh, go ahead, everybody, before we start the show, go ahead, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast here at Prime Sports World on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And in case you missed the live feed, um, we are on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. Um, that's Apple Music, um, Amazon, Samsung, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, everybody. But what's going on, TJ? Happy Thursday. I hope you got something poured up. I got some water poured up, but I hope well, you I, got something poured up here. I, well, you know, I got to get one in before I go to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like that's all I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Gotta gotta calm the nerves down a little bit. Yeah, oh absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, man, we got a lot on the slate here um with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um man, just tell me, you know, what, what do you expect um before we get into some of their storylines? Um, you know, how did you how what are your thoughts on like how they ended the season last season? I actually thought they ended on a good note. Um, obviously, when you the issue that they ran into was the start of the season. You you signed Mitch Trubisky in the offseason, but you also draft Kenny Pickett in that same offseason. And it's like not only did you draft Kenny Pickett, you used the first round pick on him. And we already know how folks are with when you with drafting the quarterback in the first round. It's it's one of two things: either you sit him, and when you sit him, you sit him the entire season until you have you either sit him for the whole season if you have nothing to play for, or you throw him out to the fire right away so he can get his feet wet. That way, I think Mitch started what the first three games. Started, yeah, Mitch started yeah, like the, the first three games, the, the first handful of games, and all of a sudden you switch to Kenny Pickett as the starter, and that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Not just Steelers fans, but football fans in general, because it's a lot of it's a lot of people that don't like that process, right? Like it's it, 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 it's we it's stupid. Right? Either you play the kid or you don't. Like everybody's looking for. Everybody wants that Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers arc, right? Pat Mahomes sat for basically the whole season. He played one game, and then that next season, Alex Smith was gone, and it's been the Pat Mahomes show ever since. Aaron Rodgers sat for three years, not his choice, right? A a lot of underlying factors played into that, but he sat for three years, and Everybody's thinking that hey, if I sit my guy this long and he turns into that, cool. But if I don't sit this guy this long and he goes out there and he struggles, then it looks like I wasted the draft pick. Not necessarily, because Kenny Pickett, once he started to play and he got those reps, Kenny Pickett looked fine. You just gotta I, I don't know I, I don't know the logic that went into that process. Like this was a guy that was drafted what twentieth overall a year ago. So, yeah, so my, you know, my thing is with, you know, the you know, Kenny Pickett 
Mitch Trubisky thing is exactly what you said. Um, you know, you had to pick a lane. Pick a lane. And they, and chose one, lane. they chose one early from the season. It, you know, they. the thing is, is that the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I tell this a lot with everybody, and this is the same thing with the Green Bay Packers, right? We have been competitive for so long. So long. That we don't know what it's like to really have a rebuild. And the thing is, is that when they rebuilt, Ben Roethlisberger won the Super Bowl in his second year. And, you know? And, so, so like, he was good from the jump. So, you know, you have that rarity. And you went from what? Before Ben uh, before Ben Roethlisberger was what? Tommy Maddox? Yeah, Tommy Maddox. Uh, was, was Cord- before Tommy Maddox was Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. So like it was you know? like a little, it was like a little hodgepodge of of guys, and I obviously like you know like nobody in that franchise is gonna do what Terry Bradshaw did when in four Super Bowls, but none of those guys have been surrounded with the amount of Hall of Famers on either side that Terry Bradshaw had. Like I think every one of those players, like majority of those players from those Steelers teams in the seventies. 90% of them are in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Big Ben, yeah, he had Le'Veon Bell. He had AB. And uh, who am I missing? Uh, like Mike Wallace and them. Like those, the only one that's for sure going into the Hall is Big Ben. I, yeah, well, we, we don't know. Like, I mean, AB, I mean, I mean a. There, B. there's a lot of good Mike? players. You know, you got Heinz Ward. Yeah, him. Like got, he going got, in. I mean, Troy Pil- Troy, Troy Palomalu is already in, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, Troy's already in. But the, I Troy's think I, I think I think Troy would have went in whether Big Ben was his quarterback or not. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But and anyways, it's, it'll be it's it's just interesting because they ended the season on a high note, like you said. They did. And and they they won what four games in a row? Yeah, um, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Yeah, my, he's never had a losing season. That's what I'm talking about. It's that competitiveness. Mike Tomlin's like, man, well, I mean, I ain't rebuilding. We're gonna we seen Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's a hometown kid. He's you know grew you up know, in your backyard. Practicing, yeah. grew up in the backyard. Practiced at our facility. Played games at our at our stadium. You know, like we've seen this kid up close and personal. We've seen what kind of season he had all the way up to what the Orange Bowl. So you know, Kenny Pickett was 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 their guy from from the jump. And 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 they were like, no, we we gonna win with this kid, and so that leads into the first storyline, right? What are the year two expectations for Kenny Pickett, TJ? Uh, obviously, in that division, you're you're, you're chasing, you're chasing Joey B, you're chasing Lamar. The jury's still out on Deshaun Watson, um, especially coming off the year that he had. He did not have a, a I think he, Deshaun Watson was better off sitting out. The entirety of last season, as opposed to coming back when he did. So basically, you're just trying to stay competitive in what's arguably the toughest division in football. Right, that AFC North is—it's no joke. It's going to be a gauntlet. Like those eight games between those opponents, it's—it's going to be hell. Two thousand four hundred and four passing yards he played in. Uh-huh. He played in 13 out of the 17 games. He only start. Uh, he started 12 of them, seven and five and 12, uh, seven and five and um, starting record, 2,404 yards, seven touchdowns, nine picks. Obviously, 
one uh, you want to see him finish the season. But I think he got knocked out. Uh, he, like he took a couple hits where Mitch had to come in and save the day and you know finish the game for him. Obviously, you want double digit touchdowns. You want less. You want more touchdowns than picks. You want to get to about set the bar low. You want you want to get to at least three thousand passing yards. You at least want that. Uh, what did he get? He got sacked what? 27, 27 sacks in thirteen games. Kind of high. Uh, so I think the goal should be all seventeen games, anywhere from three thousand to let's say thirty four hundred yards. Um, twenty eight get like twenty eight touchdowns, twelve picks, something like that. No more than twelve picks. And cut your sack, try to cut your sack numbers down to half. That's about it. Don't force nothing. Uh, show them why you were the first quarterback picked in that draft class. Plain and simple. I no, I totally agree with you on everything you said. Um, I think that if you're Kenny Pickett, they surrounded you with weapons, you know. Deontay Johnson's a weapon. George Pickens, you had a great rapport with him. You had a great rapport uh, with him. They upgraded your offensive line. They added Allen Robinson, a, a big a big threat, a big target that, you know, just a few a couple seasons ago had a, a good season with the Chicago Bears. So, um, you know, and he's a veteran wide receiver that will help you out. You know, Miles Boykin, another a big uh, target for you. Yeah. And um, so, I think know, the unsung hero for that team is Pat Fryer moves. Like Pat yeah. Fryer, depending on who he has out, like would you get him top ten tight end in the league? He top Absolutely. ten, right? Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy is that it didn't matter from um Ben Rotlisberger or Mitch Trubisky. Because remember he had he had some good report because he, he played with Big Big Ben his last season. Yeah, he had a good report with Big Ben. <laughs> His rookie season, if I'm not mistaken, and yep. then you know switched over to this season uh, or the, this past season was the second season, and he had to you know play within two quarterbacks. So Pat Fryer move has definitely put up numbers with whichever quarterback is slinging the rock. Um, so yeah, no, I would say top ten, definitely, definitely getting in that mold, top creeping in the top seven. I wouldn't say top five, but yeah. But anyways, yeah, in okay. terms of what. In terms of what, in terms of what I, I expect from Mitch, uh, from um, Kenny Pickett, just obviously, just to take that next step, right? Be the leader of an NFL team of the Steelers. They surround, like I said, mm-hmm. they surrounded you with the weapons. They surrounded you with the talent. You should have a good defense right behind you um, that's going to be able to give you extra possessions. You know what I mean? So what are you going to do with those possessions? You got a stud running back and Najee Harris back there. They upgraded the offensive line. You know, now we want to see that poise. We want to see the playmaking ability. Um, I do agree with you. I think I, he's got the opportunity. I think he can, you know, 3,500 yards, 24 touchdowns. If you can limit the, the interceptions, you know, keep it under 10 at least. I don't expect, you know, perfect, you know, but I, right, I don't expect right. it to be perfect. But I expect you to at least complete your complete hey. your completion percentage at like, 50, you know, it's close to 60%. Right. 60, I know. think – I think that's the the issue, like just like with sports in general, like expecting perfection in an imperfect game. Like there is no such thing as perfect in this game because there's too many underlying factors that you have to account for and that you basically can't 
account for. All right. Everything looks good now because, like, you know, they throwing the ball with no pads on, no helmets. I mean, just helmets, like no pads or nothing like that. And, yeah, what's going to happen? Like, you got a perfect game plan. All of a sudden, boom, rainy day, snow day, windy day. And that pass, and that pass just ain't hitting the way it's supposed to. Defenders don't really, defenders don't really go hard and practice like they do in the game. And the opposing defense, they're not gonna hit you like they, they're not gonna slow it. Oh, that's the quarterback. Let me slow down and like not hit that. The, the the DB is like, uh, let me let me let them let me complete this. Let them let me let them complete this pass so they can see what the play is supposed to look like. Like, no, that's it. Ain't high school. It ain't college. That, that shit over with. Like, yeah. So I understand you got a big, you got a big, uh, you got a big target out there in George Pickens. I like the fact that you have faith in him, and he got faith in you to put that ball only where he can get it. But that's kind of how you get yourself in trouble. Uh, if you go into the well so many times, you bound to get, you bound to come up dry. You're gonna throw some, you're gonna throw some bad picks like that. So I mean, I guess you know we, we kind of cover, but I mean both. I mean, how like. Talk about the offensive line and what they added. Like, huh. how much, how improved is this offensive line? And I don't, I'm trying to pull up the numbers for the offensive line and see how many sacks they gave up. But I know that their offensive line was not that good last year. It hasn't been good for, it hasn't been good for uh, a handful of years now. Um, I can't really say, like, and it's just, it's not just them. Like, it's all the teams that had bad offensive lines. I can't say how improved the offensive line is until I see it in live action. Like, uh, 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 again, it's I, practice practice video, training camp video does little to no justice. It's, it's, it serves as a hype, uh, as a hype uh, thing. But until I see that offensive line, in live action against guys that's not their teammates, who are the other guys who are actually so trying to make plays. Like I, I can't really say how improved they are. I all I know is you addressed the issue, right? Like that's the main thing. You addressed the issue because I know they saw the saw they saw the same thing we saw and they saw it up close and, and, and personal. Najee Harris had to do fifty thousand moves just to get back to the line of scrimmage. Just to make sure it wasn't a, uh, a negative loss. So, so, so what they, so what the Pits, so what the Pittsburgh Steelers did, right? In, in in terms of like what, and we'll talk about it kind of in the free agency. They drafted Broderick Jones, who the, in the first round, who is their first offensive lineman picked in the first round since David DeCastro. I think that's what back in, golly, I'm gonna say fourteen, something like that. I'm like, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, they draft they drafted Broderick Jones. They brought they brought in um Isaac Samalu, right? Who had 60 mm-hmm. plus starts on the Philadelphia Eagles, and then they kept the Daniel James Daniels, um Oracle for Cole Mason, right? At, at, at the center position, and brought in Nate Herbig, who's another, you know, offense offensive lineman who you know probably might start on that right side um when it's all said and done. Um when I think about it, and they even brought in uh, LaRaven Clark from from Tennessee, so they got a lot of offensive line depth. So I do think that the uh, the overhaul here for the Pittsburgh Steelers, like I said, is gonna benefit everything else, right? And like you said, I'm not gonna, you know, 
playing this is a great offensive line until I see it in live action. Right? Yeah. It, it looks great on paper. I like exactly. You don't know if Broderick Jones, Broderick Jones might have a curve that he needs to hit in his rookie season. You know, that, you know, he may not be the best from uh, out the jump as a rookie. You know, that, that, that speed off the line. I mean, I think he is going to be probably the best offensive lineman in, you know, out of the draft, I, but we don't know that I think, you know, until we see Isaac Samalu. He's a, he's a stud. We've seen it before, but we got to see it barring injury. You know what I mean? I think, I, I think the one thing that's def well, not think, I know the one thing that's definitely going to help Broderick Jones is, Hey bro, you're going to see TJ White a lot in practice. Like that's a perennial DPOY mm-hmm. candidate. So you're going to, you're going to, your one-on-one reps with him are going to be, very crucial like you don't get you can't ask for a better quote-unquote sparring partner than tj watt right so when you get matched up against a a miles garrett or whoever else considers themselves a premier pass rusher in this league you should like you should be fine you should be comfortable in your abilities because you're going up against tj watt basically every day uh I, I think that the, the main focus for them is one protect protecting Kenny Pickett and reestablishing the run game. We got we got remember Mike Tomlin is a big run first guy, run to set up the pass, to set up the play action. That's Mike Tomlin's game. Run the ball, stop the run. Like that's who he is, that's who that's who he's always been. And to his defense, it has worked because the guy's been there, what, 17 years, going on 18? Never had a little season. Now, you know how many coaches would – That's you know incredible, how many coaches would, That's incredible. Like, when you can – like, especially that once – like, me and David was giving him coach of the year votes the year Big Ben uh, messed up his elbow, and he's he's splitting time between Duck Hodges at, color, at quarterback and Mason Randolph at quarterback, we like, and he limped his way to eight wins with those two guys, splitting time. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, just the, I mean, yeah, and Mike and, Tomlin's and the, the preparation guy, man. I mean, like, like he's he like the more he has time with Kenny Pickett in the offense and whatever young guys that he needs to integrate into his scheme, the better that it's going to be. Right, we and he's a guy that is have a proven track record success. He has a Super Bowl championship. He's got a ring for Christ's sake. Um, and yeah. so, kudos to the Pittsburgh Steelers front office for not giving up. I think I think they're the front office, the Rooneys. They've always been them. They've always been a very loyal ownership. So oh, if absolutely. you do good by them. They they gonna do good by you, right? Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. So I think I mean they've had is- they've had three head coaches in their franchise history. Three. <laughs> Chuck Noll, I think is his name. Yep, Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll. Uh, 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 Bill he, Cowher. He on CBS now. He Bill Cowher, Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin. They've had they've had three head coaches in however long their franchise has been around. So yeah, like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> like, like, that's insane. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty incredible. Um, so uh, looking at their defense, 
I know they added a few pieces. We'll get to the free agents in in in, in like a couple minutes here. But do you think yeah. this defense could be a top five defense next year? No. <laughs> no, I I don't. Uh, it's not because they don't have the talent. I just think the other piece. I just think the other teams around them just have too much firepower for them to keep up. I. I don't see. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't see them top like top five. That's that's a that's a bit of a reach. I mean, I get it that like, you're supposed to have that expectation, but I just I don't mm-hmm. see it. So my, my that's just me though. I, I would love that. to be wrong. <laughs> I would so love. To, I would love that. to be wrong. Yeah, my whole thing about them being a top five defense. I think last year, what what were the, what they, where they landed the top ten? I believe they land in, uh, in the rankings efficiently. I think in the rankings in terms of points allowed. I was trying to pull it up. My computer's acting funky. I believe they were in the top, at least in the top fifteen, something like that. But anyways, I think you know them re-signing Larry Ogan, Ogan Jobu, them adding Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton, big nose tackle uh, next to Cameron Hayward. I mean, he fits perfect. T.J. Watt. We already know he's the you know defensive MVP, right? You know, mm-hmm. adding a, a veteran and Patrick Peterson, Minka Fitzpatrick still there. Uh, the only thing, <clears throat> the only thing about you know is the, is the secondary with Pittsburgh, right? You know, I, we, we we you know I, I think the front seven is going to get there, but you know, hopefully the secondary you know doesn't get. And, and like you said, you know that's a tough division. You're going to see some tough wide receivers. You know, you're going to see the Bengals twice. You're going to see the Ravens twice. You're going to see the Browns twice. You know what I mean? And and all three have good quarterbacks. And, you know, your cornerback's got to be on point. And I'm not saying Patrick Peterson's not a great cornerback, but he's just old, you know? And Mika Fitzpatrick's the man, but he's just one man, you know? Yeah. So we got to see what the others are going to put into on that defense. So if I had to answer that question, are they going to be a top five defense in 2023? I would say no. They are not going to be a top five defense, but do they have yeah, the possibility to be a top ten defense? Yes. Yeah, uh, I yes. Like I said, top five, top five is lofty. Top five is I can they do it? Yeah, I would love to be wrong when it comes to ranking them on defense. That's the kind of coach. That's the kind of coach Mike Tomlin is. That's the kind of coach he's always been, and they're supposed to have that mentality. I, I will never. I will never fault a team, even the worst team in football, saying, hey, our goal is to win the championship because it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the Bears went 3-14. and 14. Everybody on that roster right now should be like, hey, we winning the Super Bowl. Because if they don't say that, I don't want you in my locker room. You got to go. So everybody in Pittsburgh can let, hey, Kenny Pickett can win MVP. Mike Tomlin going to win coaching. Yeah, we going to win the Super Bowl, and we going to go from there. They're supposed to. I would love to see that. Well, like, can they can they be top five? No. Can they be top ten? Yeah. Everything go right. They were they, you know, and and that's what I'm saying. They were top ten. I think they were. Let me see. I'm counting here. I think they were like just outside the top ten in total yards, but in terms of total points, they were ninth in terms of allowing total points. So yeah, I do think they could be a top ten defense this season, especially with some of the young talent that they've added. 
you know, in adding, you know, um, you know, Joey Porter Jr. to the secondary along and then adding a good Some veteran picks, yeah. cornerback. Like, yeah, Patrick Peterson re-signing Larry Ogunjobu. You still got TJ Watt there. You know, he's remarkable barring injury. I mean, if he's fully healthy, I mean, TJ Watt and that defense could possibly, you know, be on the cusp. But I think this is going to be a top 10 uh, defense when it when it's all said and done, not top five. Um, looking at the draft, how do you rate the draft, uh, TJ? Um, obviously, we talked about Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr. Um, but how do you rank the draft um, in 2023 here? Uh, I give their draft uh, I, I give it a solid B plus A minus. I think uh, I'm 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 curious as to how they the the two tight end sets with Fryermuth and Darnell Washington. I'm curious as to how that's gonna look. Uh, getting Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. is basically a first round pick. Pick 32 is what two picks after the last. Two picks right after the last pick in the first round. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the first round pick. That, that's, that's a steal. First of all, that, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that's a first thirty-two. Round. That's a steal. He's <laughs> he should have been he should have been a top fifteen pick, and you got him at thirty-two. Um, Keanu Benton's a big big nose tackle. You know, you got in the second round. I didn't he didn't have a first round grand, but getting Darnell Washington in the third round. Like that's, that's that's big. That's that's a that's a he's a first round gray tight end. You adding him with Pat move and we're seeing two t- more two tight end sets now in the league, along with two running back sets <laughs> as well. So when I look at the when I look at the draft, I think it's an excellent draft. I love the first what five picks. I think they got an A, John, a plus for me. Yeah, a plus uh, for me. <laughs> because Broderick Jones at left tackle is going to start. They, when they revamp the left tackle, Joey Porter Jr. is going to start. Keanu Benton is going to start. Keanu Washington is going to get ticked. He's going to probably start. Maybe even gonna get well, not start, but he's going to get ticked. He's going to be on the same field with Pat and, on some sets. Nick Herbig is going to get And Herbig, he's going to have too much rotation. depth at At edge. Like Herbig, you can never have too much depth at edge. Right, you can never have too many edge rushes. You can all, you, Depth at edge is always critical. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I love the draft. Even all the way down, you know what? Corey Trice, the big cornerback too, six three, at Purdue. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, he'll yeah. probably be a special teams guy. You know, maybe even practice squad guy. But I mean, they they even got. I mean, you never know. I mean, he might go in the never preseason and, and look good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's my thing. That's my thing. So. You know, I, they had a good draft, especially with their first five picks. Um, I think that th- you know this draft for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers definitely had them definitely in the going in the in the right direction here, in my opinion. I think well, in the right direction look for next season because you got guys that are going to start. Oh yeah, you know you got to look at it like this. You got to look at it like this. So like before you talk about chasing that man in Kansas City, meeting up with them because that's the goal. Like that's. That's who everybody's chasing. Everybody got to go through him. You got to oh, yeah. chase the no, two no. guys in your own division first. You got to catch. You got to catch Jackson and, and and Burrow first before you talk about getting up to Mahomes. That's how it works. <laughs> so you got to put this thing together and and hope. So like while you're looking at the bigger picture and hey, how do we match up against Kansas City? 
you also got to worry about, hey, how do we match up against the two guys in our own division as well? We're, and, and, and don't you, sleep on the Cleveland Browns. And don't sleep on Cleveland. Like, don't I know Deshaun on. had a bad – I know he had a bad season, but you cannot be like, uh, that – like that's like no that, that ain't that ain't gonna be no walk in the park either now it's like you you damn nah, so can't like Pittsburgh not gonna be a walk in the park that's gonna be a tough division this gonna be a tough division to win yeah Pittsburgh could easily win eight nine ten games and and miss the playoffs they could easily have a good season and and finish last in that division like so serious. I I I believe it because I think I think the AFC is is just deep. It's just too deep. (laughs) (laughs) It's just deep, regardless. So I I I totally believe it. I think to be able to even make the seventh seed, you have to win nine games at least. The least at least you can't skate in there and think you're gonna get the seventh seed and and be uh uh eight seed uh you know have eight wins. You have to have at least you know nine wins. At least ten wins, oh, absolutely. To maybe to get into the to the AFC playoffs. Um, moving forward to their uh, free agency picks, up. I talked about Patrick Peterson. We talked about Keanu Neal. Um, they added uh, Isaac Sumalu, um, Cole Holcomb, Nate Herbig, and then their departures were Cam Sutton, Devin Bush, and Terrell Evans. So I ask you, TJ, what do you think about their free agency uh, for Pittsburgh? Uh, I think them losing Devin Bush is. I don't think that's not being talked about enough. Uh, and Terrell Edmonds for 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 uh, for that matter. Um, Devin Bush was, huh? He was a Mike Tomlin guy if there ever was one. Right? Like he put his head down. He didn't make no noise. You didn't hear any bad headlines about him. Right? The worst thing Devin. Bush did was what he wasn't he the one that I think was against Michigan State, and, and when he was at college. He like he dug his cleats in the in in the Sparty logo and he raked his cleats across the logo, and like like he got chastised for that. He like no dude, it's a it's a rivalry game. Like, they, <laughs> like what do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? Like they like, they hate each other. <laughs> like right. Devin Bush was. Like he ain't make no noise about the contract. He ain't make no noise about getting his money. He ain't did none of that. So I think mm-hmm. losing him and losing him out of that locker room is not being talked about enough. I think 100% they are going to miss him. They are going to try to replace him with with Keanu Neal because, you know, Keanu Neal did the transition. He's no longer a safety. He's a linebacker now. So I think yes, they're going to try to – I think they're gonna try to replace him with that, and I just and Cole Holcomb. You you get him from uh, you get him from Washington. You got him from Washington. Yep. I just think uh, their draft class is better than their free agent class, easily. Oh, their yeah, the draft class is definitely way better. I, I think I think their draft class, the five guys that I, we named, the first five picks, they're gonna contribute and they're gonna be. Overall, as a group, they're going to be better contributors in the free agency class that they brought in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I you know, I, when I look at, obviously, like, I think Isaac Samalu, I think if the offensive line is 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 back to being Pittsburgh good, 
right? You know, what we expect it to be when they win the when they're on their championship runs or when they're making the playoffs, right? Where they can actually play smash mouth football and they can run uh the football, uh, which is what they're gonna need in this division. Um, Isaac Samalu, you know, we could, you know, look at him and be like, oh man, he, he you know, he's a hell of a guard on that mm-hmm. right side, right? Um, and then obviously we talked about, you know, their defense with Cole Holcomb, um, Nate Herbig, another one, right? Adept to the offensive line. So we can obviously say that, but I think that often the, when we look at their draft class, you know, Broderick Jones, same thing with Isaac Samalu, they're going to be just together if the offensive line is good or not, right? Um, Darnell Washington Jr., you know, um, Joey Porter Jr., you know, the other think, uh, youngster that they draft, uh, uh, drafted out of Wisconsin. Obviously, the biggest, I think the biggest, I think the biggest acquisition they made is Allen Robinson. And in the free, free, or did they trade for him or did they, um, did they just sign him outright? They traded for him, didn't they? It's not important. Um, I believe, yeah, no, you know what? I'm not sure if they did trade for him. I have to look it up. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. That was a trade. That was a trade. Because, because here's the thing like, it's a low, it's a low value trade. With a high reward, like if you get Allen Robinson and we and you get him back to what he was prior to that last year in Chicago and that last that injury riddled year with the Rams, you you getting a nine hundred to twelve hundred yard guy. And the best part about it is you got him motivated right now. You got him pissed off and motivated because nobody is talking about Allen Robinson anymore. Like he is literally skating under the radar. Nobody's talking about him. And if I'm Allen Robinson, I love it. I love it. And Keep I think, on me. and I, and I think, and I think we've seen, you know, veteran wide receivers. You know, I think Allen Robinson going to the Rams. You know, even even his last couple year, last year or so in in Chicago, he was unhappy. Him going to the Rams, having you know, a quarterback room that you know he didn't even have Matthew Stafford there. You know what I mean? Throwing him passes. Right. So, you know, like, that, you know, so that, that you know, that that's, you know, getting a, cor- a young quarterback like, you know, Kenny Pickett, he's going to look for you. You can be a security blanket for him, um, you know, but, you know, Allen Robinson's last days are, you know, best days are kind of are behind him, in my opinion. But he can be a veteran contributor. He can be, you know, we're, we're expecting George Pickens to be, you know, the guy oh, yeah, you know, yeah, next season. Guy. We're expecting I, Deontay Johnson to be the number two. We're expecting Allen Robinson to uh, your number three, their best number three. I know that you can beat him. Be, be I mean, come right. on. I mean, you know what I mean? You know, I think they're, they're number three. You should beat their nickel. Yeah, I, I think in terms of, like, formation, formation setup and whatnot, and maybe this is, like, the maddening me talking – but I think signing Allen Robinson because he's a chain mover, he's a big body. You can throw him on the outside; like you can play him outside the numbers. Absolutely. So I think formation-wise, yeah, like in terms of rank, you're right. It's Pickens one, Deontay Johnson two. Him and Fryermuth are going to split share. Right. Yeah. Him and Fryermuth are going to split time between being third and fourth, the third and fourth read on the play. But what I think formation-wise, it's would I be surprised if I see. Pickens and 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 Robinson on the outside with with Deontay Johnson in the slot, absolutely not. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> I think that's what they're going for, because Deontay that's Johnson true. versus somebody versus the other team's nickel or slot corner. Hey, in that situation, Tom Johnson might be the first read. 
like so serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely, and that puts and that that puts the other teams in the piss. And then you you add Friar Move, and then you know add uh, uh, Darnell Washington Jr. to the mix. I mean. You know, with Najee Harris, I mean, this this yeah. offense is gonna be fun to watch. I mean, th- I mean, I'm kind of excited for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, faithful here that their offense is gonna be fun to watch next year. You know, to be honest, like and 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 you know, kudos to the front office for putting the the right pieces together around the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. I mean, they're definitely, in my opinion, they're they're definitely a playoff team. Looking at the whole body and on paper but we know games aren't played on paper and which on paper. makes it to my next and last segment of the show and that's the schedule preview tj yes we start the schedule here week one at home against the san francisco 49ers um, yeah the damn. pittsburgh steelers <laughs> yes <laughs> 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 what would it, I, now the pittsburgh steelers last year they finished uh, third in the AFC North, and golly, what was their schedule? They lost how many games last year? What were they? Godly, I'm pulling up right now here. Anyways, but their game week one's at San Francisco. Who wins that game? They were nine and eight last year. They were, right, not again. Never had a losing season. Um, I. As much as I as much as I want to pick them to win this game because the the important thing with San Francisco is they they haven't figured out who's who's the man yet, right? Um, that being said, like this this is one of those games where the Steelers just don't have enough. Like defensively, San Fran's better. Offensively, San Fran's better. Like, it's just San Fran can just hurt you in too many different ways and it's like all right you want to make this an ugly game all right we can make it ugly you want to make it a fat you want to make it a high flying game that we can do that you want to make it a defensive game we can do that you want ground and pound we can do that i i think i think this is going to be a good game i think it's going to be a close game tj i'm just saying until they until they get that quarterback situation figured out because they haven't said a thing I, I haven't heard much about the update on Brock Purdy. I don't know what the deal is with Trey Lance. I We already know Jimmy G ain't walking through the door. He's gone. Like, they made that abundantly clear. So it's, it's between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. And I understand Brock Purdy had a magical run, and they want to crown him the next guy. Like, they want to crown him the next guy. But – you don't give up what you gave up to get Trey Lance and then just be like, all right, we got this new thing. We're going to, we're going to move off you. Like, that's not how that works. Like, because like one, if they try to move off of Trey Lance and no way, shape or form, like no way in hell are you going to get back the compensation that you gave up to get him? Cause he's not even worth less than half of that. So if you want to cut your losses with Trey Lance and be like, all right, we're done, we're moving forward with Brock Purdy, then this is the time to do that. It's July. It's July. Like, training camp starts next month. Like, literally. The Hall of Fame game is in, like, a month and a half. So they 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 got some decisions to make. They got, and they got to make it now. So 
even all that being said, I just think San Fran just has too much. They got too much going, and I think Steelers start to uh, start, start the new season off with an L. My, uh, I ain't gonna say they're gonna get blown out though, but they they do lose. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with San Francisco as well to win on the road, but I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a game in which I think it'll come down to a field goal um, or so um, in, and, in, in the ending seconds. And, and what a week better, two. And sorry, what and what what a better test for Darnell Wright, bro? You get Nick Bosa out the gate. <laughs> you, <Man. laughs> yeah, yeah, Ryder Jones, Ryder Jones, you get you get Nick, Nick Bosa right out the gate, bro. Nick Bosa right out the gate, man. Like, yeah, that's God. that's 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 you get you get you get you get Nick Bosa right out the gate and Miles Garrett right out the gate and Miles Garrett and, and Miles right out the gate. <laughs> Anyways, like that, those uh, first do. three games, like those first three games, man, like. He might have Man. nightmares by the time by the time he reached Matt Crosby, he might have nightmares. Yeah, it is not it's not gonna be pretty for him. Um, for the first three games, that's the bad. Welcome to the NFL, son. Uh, moment. <laughs> Anyways, week two, the Cleveland Browns coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers Stadium in the Heinz Field. How how do you see this one shaking out? Uh, it ain't called Heinz Field no more, but we are gonna call it Heinz. Oh, it's not called Heinz Field. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna call it Hines Field. We're gonna call it Hines Field. It's been Hines Field our whole childhood. It's gonna stay Hines Field. Um, how do I see this playing out? Um these games always tend to be closer than than expected. Even when the Browns are like way better, and when the even when the Steelers are way better, like these games just tend to be way closer. Uh I think they get their first win of the season here. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them, yeah. I'm gonna give them the W in a walk off in walk off fashion, walk off field goal fashion. I think this is gonna be a good game too. But I do like the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this football game. They get the first. Right, so we got them at one and one. We got them at one and one. I like it. I think Kenny Pick. I think Kenny Pick is gonna have two pretty solid games here. He doesn't really have to do too much, but I think I think you know all he has to do is just be accurate with the football and hand it off to Najee Harris and let him go to work. Um, number three, uh, week three, they go into Las Vegas into the, the, into the Raiders, Raiders territory, Raiders stadium. How do you see this one shaking out? The Death Star. Oh, the Death Star. That's cause that's damn sure what it is. The Death Star. Um, uh, oh, what's this? Is, is this the Jimmy? Is this the Jimmy G show? In um, in Vegas. See, I, I think this is. I think I think Vegas. I think, Vegas this, I think people sleeping on the Raiders, low key too. Low key, a little bit, right? Just just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I know I I know they're more concerned with um, the Devontae Adams. I ain't gonna call it drama or saga, but they're concerned with that because say they get off to a slow start or a bad start, and and like. I don't I, I don't know what's gonna happen with that with that. Um I think I think the Ravens not the Ravens, I think the, the Raiders uh, like they got two things to worry about. It's them and it's, it's Adams and Josh Jacobs. Um give me the ooh, give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> 
I'm actually going to take the Las Vegas Raiders as well, ladies and gentlemen. One, one, I do two, think one, that Jimmy, one, I think do think that people are sleeping on the Raiders a little bit. I do think that Jimmy Garoppolo is a is a guy that, you know, with the guy like Devontae Adams with the defense and, and offensive line and and a running game like he has, I, I think that they can shake some things up down there. I think they're going to be more competitive than what people think. And I think coming into the Death Star, it's going to be a tough go. And then after week three, going from the Death Star, they go swing into the Houston Texans stadium, into Houston Texans, um, into Houston. How do you That's see this one shaking out? That's a win. <laughs> I ain't even got to ask. That's a W. Let's go, Pittsburgh. You're two and two to start the season. Um, uh, in the first four weeks, and then week five, they go back home, and Baltimore comes into town. Lamar Jackson, uh, in this matchup, how do you see this one shaking out? Okay, we got uh, we got pissed off Lamar Jackson. Uh, I know he, I know he got this bread, but he's still pissed off. Want to know why? Because the Ravens were in first place when he got hurt, and then they end up not making the uh, they they lost like seven straight or something like that, some crazy. Um. You got motivated Odell Beckham. This is easily like the best receiving core he's ever had. Uh, I'm gonna go with Lamar. I think Lamar outdoors Kenny Pickett. I don't know how much of that is really saying something, but they're two and three right now. They lose to Baltimore. Um, yes, I do agree with you, TJ. They are two and three. They lose to Baltimore. Even at home, I just think that Baltimore, like you said, man, I think pissed off Lamar Jackson. I think the Ravens are going to be, you know, a team that's going to be fighting at least getting to the AFC championship game. Stuart Wilson, thank you for uh, commenting on the show, uh, Stuart. Um, And I I do think that the Baltimore Ravens are, you know, going to be a lethal team. I think the defense is going to be better. I think the offense, you say you got Lamar Jackson, you give Odell Beckham. Junior, you got, got flowers there. One. You don't know he if DeAndre Hopkins is going to sign there. If they can nope. get DeAndre Hopkins there. He got him at 3-1. Hey, hey, you supposed to have him at 3-1, bro. I love it. I love it. You supposed to have him at 3-1. <laughs> um, but I like the Raiders. We the Raiders. We laugh at them. It's a, it's a tough schedule, man. Like, I don't like I just don't see it. Like, this is this is a tough schedule. Like this, this is tough. Like, can I see y'all beating the Raiders? Yeah. Do I have y'all beating the Raiders? No. I just don't. Like, it's just me. It's me though. It's me though. Like, you a fan of the team? You supposed to have them winning? Like, you supposed to have them going seventeen and zero? But me personally, <laughs> no. Me personally, I do honestly. I do think that the Las Vegas Raiders. I I do think that the Raiders are are gonna be a team that's gonna be sneaky good next year. Yeah, I do think they are going to be sneaky good, and I do have them losing to Baltimore. Stewart, I do apologize. They are two and three going into the bye week, but luckily they get a bye week. They recoup and they go into Cali, Cali, and face the Los Angeles Rams. How do you see this one shaking out, TJ? Okay, I'm gonna just be. uh, I don't know if this is like old man yell at the cloud moment, but I don't like the fact that in a 17 game uh, season. You get that early of a bye week. I hate that. That's like that's just me. You you play the first five games and like you get a month, like you get a week off, and then you basically don't get another another break. Like that's and I'm pretty sure it's a Thursday night game in there in that long stretch somewhere. I don't like that you get a bye week <clears throat> that early in the season. That's just me. 
but I think they I think they beat the Rams. Um, I got them at three and three. They come off a bye, and they get a W. They yeah, they beat the Rams. I hate having a bye that early. I'm like that sucks because I would love to yeah. have a bye at like week week nine or something. Week, week nine, week eight, like that, that's, something that's like too- that. Like man, I need I need to rest this week. You know, after like just playing half a season versus these big grown men out here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <that's> just- <laughs> but when it comes that's to the Rams, they yes, the they get a break. They 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 need this break. They come off and they face the Rams, which. I honestly think it's going to be a tougher task to beat the Rams, I think, in my opinion, this year. I think that they, the Rams are going to be improved offensively. I think getting Stafford back, you know, the offensive line is definitely going to be improved. The running game is going to be improved. But, yes, they still are going to lose um, the Rams to the uh, Steelers. So, um, <laughs> Anyways, got the uh, Steelers at 3-3 three and three so far. Um, and then they go back home, and Jacksonville comes into town. How do you see this one shaking out? All right, this, all right Jacksonville, um, you know, they got the uh, they got the guy they want to crown as the next uh, the, the heir apparent to Jesus and Trevor Lawrence. Hey, and Stewart, I'm 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 being facetious. I I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence is 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 the next is the heir apparent to Jesus. That's just how they talk about him, and it irks my soul. It irks my soul. Um, and Izzy can attest to this. Like they they want to crown Trevor Lawrence so bad as the next guy, and it just I'm just not with it. Um, oh, this is at home. They at home. I think if they establish that run, if they establish Najee Harris early in that game and keep Trevor Lawrence off the field, they win this game. So I'm going to go, they, oh, I'm going to give them a win streak. They went two in a row. They beat Jacksonville. I do think that the Pittsburgh Steelers do beat Jacksonville here at home. I do think that they do need a tough win um, there at home. And I do think that they, they do pull that one out uh, there in Pittsburgh. So, um, I got them at four and three so far on the season uh, through the first seven yep. games. And then they stay at home for these next two games here and uh, have Tennessee coming into town. How do you see this one shaking out? Three in a row. I don't like what Tennessee's doing at quarterback. I And, like, I understand, like, they are super predictable, Tennessee. It's, it's like, get the ball to Derrick Henry, get the F out the way. And uh, but like it's predictable, but it's work. It, it's worked for them. Like that's one of the situations where Mike Vrabel can literally go to the opposing team, and be like, "Hey, this is what we're doing. We're just giving the ball to Derrick Henry, and you can't stop it." But I think that's kind of gotten old. Like not kind of like that's gotten old. And three in a row. I'm at five and three. So and then after that and then after that they um go, they have Green Bay comes into town on that three game home uh home streak uh be objective for the Pittsburgh be objective Steelers. huh be objective be objective I'm gonna be, be objective object- I'm gonna be objective I'm, this is why I'm smiling I'm gonna be objective I'm gonna be objective I think coming off that bye week I think the Pittsburgh Steelers go on a four game winning streak I do think that they wow. beat the Packers. Coming into town, I, I I don't know what I had on the am, season. I am proud. But the of only you. reason, the only reason, no, the only reason, the only reason I say that is because 
they're coming off the, a, a three-game winning streak, but it all depends on how Jordan Love looks at this point in the season. We're at what week ten right now? Yeah, we're at what no, week, yeah. week nine, week ten right week now, nine. something like that. Yeah, no, week ten because they had a bye week. It's their ninth game, so I do think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are what six and three after this uh, yes. game against the yeah against the uh, Green Bay Packers. So. You know, I you know when they look at it, it all depends about how Jordan Love looks. If he looks great, I do. I think that the Packers can go into Pittsburgh and beat them. But I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers are much improved, so I do think they do get a win and they get their fourth win in a row here in the middle of the season. Which then, in turns, that's a good bye week because <laughs> they started off the season two and three. Two and three, and then you win me, four. And you. you win four in a row. Yeah, uh, I can see. I can see that. I can see that. Do I think uh do I think Green Bay going to play spoiler? I can see that too. Um, but I'm not. So I'm gonna I'm it's gonna a tough to- place to play. It's gonna be a tough place to play for anybody. Pittsburgh Steelers fans get loud, they all come out to the game, they all yeah. show up. Yeah, it's a tough place, especially you start to get to the middle of the season, it still starts to get a little colder, it starts to get a little windier. The elements start to you know change the way you play the game. Um, and then also them coming off a three-game win streak. That's why I had them winning. And then after that, they, they go into Cleveland after their three um, their three-game homestand and uh, going to Cleveland. How do you see this one shaking out? All right, I think that's where all the fun stops. Uh, I think I think Cleveland go in and they like they go to Cleveland and they lose. They go to Cincinnati and they lose. Um, yes. So they they are at six and five right now. Yes, in my book too. And and we could just talk about we, we don't even have to talk about in depth about both of those games in in Ohio. I think they lose both of those games. Both of them. Um, I don't. I want to say easily, but I do think that they're just like they they already they beat they beat Cleveland. So I think they go one and one with Cleveland. But I don't think they get. I think they get swept by Cincinnati. I get. I think we think they get swept by Baltimore. I agree. In their division. Yeah. So, you know, six and five uh, on the season um, going back home to play Arizona, which I think is a win. Seven and five. Seven I, and I, five. I don't know. Yeah. Arizona's hurting right now. They they know Kyler for – I think Kyler might just now be coming back from that injury. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, I don't – I don't see Arizona winning this game. Um, I think they do. And then they stay home and New England comes into town. How do you see that one shaking out? I got them beat New England. Uh, like Unless, what you call it, unless they get DeAndre Hopkins. If they get DeAndre Hopkins, then I think I think New England can steal that one. Uh, but, yeah, I got, I, got, I got them beating the Patriots. And I got them beating the Colts. So what's that, nine? Nine wins? That's nine right there. You got them. You got them beating Indianapolis and the Colts. You got them winning. Got I got them, them beating Arizona. I got them, yeah, I got them beating Arizona, the Patriots, and the New Colts. England. So that's not. You got them going on a three-game win streak. Um. So, man, I say the same thing about New England as I say with Green Bay. It all depends on how Mike Jones looks. I I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is going to be on New England. I know he you know wants to play. I know he's got a great deal of respect for Bill Belichick. I know he's been linked to the Patriots. I don't know how the Patriots are going to look offensively down down the stretch here. I know defensively, I know what I'm going to get from them, but I don't know. 
getting from them. I don't know offensively what I'm going to get from the New England Patriots here at this juncture, but I do know what I'm going to get from the Pittsburgh Steelers with an improved defense and an improved offensive uh, offense offense in general at home late in the season, and that's and with the Hall of Fame coach. This is a W for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. <laughs> New England. And then, yeah, then I have them, you know, going into Indianapolis and winning as well. So, same thing. I just had to be a little bit more dramatic and and, and say that they're going on a three-game win streak in my own and words. Then, and then they, they go back home. That's Cincy. right. So, they're nine and five, right? And they, they go back home and they lose to Cincy. Yes. They get swept they, by them and Baltimore. I, they they lose to Cincy. They I got them losing the, the last three games of the season. Yes, me too. Me too. So it's back to back nine and eight. It's back to back nine and eights for the Steelers, and they're gonna need some help. They're gonna need some help to get that wild card spot. They're gonna need some help to get that wild card spot. And the only in a lot of these games that I see them losing are close games. Do I think? That it's gonna be a close game with them in Cincinnati, yes, yeah. because I think that since I think that still Cincinnati, it's we you know with Larry Ogunjobi with TJ Watt, I do think that they can get to Joe Burrow, you know, on def, on defense. I do think that they can cause disruption against Cincinnati. Do I think it's gonna? Do I think Cincinnati's offense is gonna keep? You know, do I think their defense can stop? You know, Kenny Pickett and, and those boys a couple times, yes, to make it, you know, to give the ball back to Joe Burrow, yes. So I do think it's going to come down to a couple of those, you know, very close possessions uh, when it comes down to those games. But, you know, all the, all these games that I think they, they lose, you know, like Seattle, they're going into Seattle, I think that's going to be a, a close game. I think it's going to oh. be a close game going into Baltimore. I think that yeah. they know that they need a 10th win maybe to get the 7th slot and they got to play their ass off to be maybe they're fighting Baltimore. Maybe both of them are at nine wins. Maybe maybe it's a tiebreaker. <laughs> they, you know they can't they can't afford Pittsburgh to get the tenth win. You know and it's ten. It's, you know what I'm saying, TJ? Right. It's just a whole bunch of scenarios. And I just think that a lot of these losses that I have them losing in the schedule are close losses. Yeah, close losses. Yeah, I... except for the one in Cleveland. I think that. <laughs> He said, no, for real. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think in Cleveland, I think, I think, I think Deshaun Watson is 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 going to put on a spec. It's going to put on a show. I can see that. But yeah, nine and yeah, eight. I think he's going to put on a show. Nine and eight, and they need some help getting that that second wild card spot. Absolutely, That's- absolutely, absolutely. And, and 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 you know what? It's not a failure. It's not like oh oh my god, like Kenny Pickett. You know, it's just, okay, nine and eight, we almost made the wild card. Okay, what do we do to build and help Kenny Pickett out? Or is Kenny Pickett, year three, he's got to make the playoffs and he's got to, you know, if he, if it's like, like this is what I'm saying, it goes with his expectations, right? Yeah. We expect Kenny Pickett to have a better year than what he did his rookie year. He, he showed progression at the end of the year, right? Yeah. Everybody saw it. He looked better as a passer. He was getting comfortable as a playmaker under center. Next year, we expect him to be at a at least a Pro Bowl, like not an I don't dedicate the Pro Bowl, God League. I, I would at least want him to be in the top 12 when it comes to stats amongst the quarter amongst quarterbacks next yeah. season. That's fair. Top top 12. That's fair that's enough. Because if you're t- if you're outside the top 12, I don't think you're 
of the court. I don't think I think you can. I think your team is better than what you are. Like I think I think your defense is stellar, but you suck. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't know. I just I just feel like you know if you're the last two teams that make the playoffs, like 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 you you might have some issues on that team. Quarterback may be one of them. You know, but I expect what I expect Kenny Pickett to be like with this offense. I expect him to be at least in the top ten as a quarterback. Those are my expect expectations. My thing is, Pickett. I think top twelve, top ten, and yeah. maybe make the playoffs. Make if you can make the wild card. I don't even want to talk about year three because year three doesn't happen if you don't make the playoffs of year two. Year three is a make or break year for you, Kenny Pickett. You have to make the playoffs in year three because there's no three non-playoff seasons for Mike Tomlin in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I think how he how he looks in the losses. How he looks in the losses is what's important because if they lose and he ball out, then he's going to get, quote-unquote, the pass, right? It's He's going to get the, oh, well, they ain't lose because of him, right? They lost because of this, this, this. Like, if they go out, like, if he go out and he throw – he go he he go, he do anything from two seventy to three, three thirty, two three touchdowns a game, and they lose. Hey, he balled out. Like you can't you can't put that on him. Like no, you throwing, not at all. Like throwing a bad interception on a was going to be a, a go ahead uh, a game and then drive or a go ahead drive. Well, hey, first off, like you can't put that on him because why were you in that situation in the first place? Right, no, you know no, that, that's fair. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, how he looks in the losses is gonna be very crucial. Damn, TJ, I don't think we disagreed on one game on this schedule. No, we did. That's that's, we, that's not. That's gotta be a first. That's gotta be a first because that's because because like honestly, like I, I I like I see the schedule just the same as you do. Like I I I see this team in a way is the same as. A real football fan will see it. A real fan will see it. I know you got biased fans out there. Pittsburgh Steelers fans are some Pittsburgh Steelers fans are biased. They may see the Pittsburgh Steelers winning. They could very well win eleven games because some of the losses, yeah. like Cleveland at Cleveland, I think the only loss out of all their eight losses, I think Cleveland at Cleveland is going to be a, a a blowout. I think Deshaun Watson puts on a show, but I think at Cincinnati, I think that's going to be, I think both Cincinnati games are going to be close. I think both Baltimore games are going to be close. Those are swing games. I think you can win either one of those games at home if you're Pittsburgh against Baltimore in Cincinnati, um, especially, you know, Cincinnati down the stretch because that's a big one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just I just think that it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of close losses. They could very well be a 10-11 win team but i got them at nine wins nine. just because i think i'll you know i just think yeah offensively i just think kenny pickett still has some room to grow i think and then, i think there's nothing there's nothing wrong no, with that nothing wrong with it i i you know there's nothing wrong with it we don't know how to rock we it's just this when you when i look at it lamar jackson and joe burrow are 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 the best some of the best the top five quarterbacks in the league yes so i'm not gonna put a second year kenny pickett maybe in the top 10 over those guys in either game in either game and and, and i'm in them and i'm being benefit giving them the benefit of the doubt against deshaun watson because i don't know 
how Cleveland's offense is going to look when it's all said and done when the season starts. And you can't that's, – that's all you can do. That's all I can do. So, 9-8 and eight, uh, uh, Pittsburgh, I do apologize uh, if we, you know, hurt your souls with those <laughs> records. But <laughs> anybody, everybody, man, thanks for, for joining. Everybody, thanks for watching. Uh, we saw we had, uh, you know, some – Good, decent viewers here in the show. Thanks, Stuart, for commenting on the show and watching the show, everybody. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe here at Prime Sports World, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And if you missed this live feed, we you can be able to catch us on all podcast streams where, uh, where podcasts can be heard. It's Apple, Twi- um, Apple, Apple, Samsung, Samsung Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere across the world, baby. Prime Sports World is bringing the heat, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, like I like to say, in case I miss you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Ladies and gentlemen, sayonara, suckers. I'll see you later. Have a good evening, TJ. See you, bud.